Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, a podcast that I don't host, but it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. From sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basquiat with the clowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. Wow. An episode. But something's different about this episode. Jaquise, what's different about this episode? This episode is the best of Culture Kings so far. Jaquise and I somehow both were upset at each other for a second, and we banned each other from the podcast. We're both banned. We're both banned. The only people in the room right now are Nick and Sophie. That's right. Uh, for this entire episode, this they're entire. just listening to clips of old shows of us. I don't know if you guys know how clip shows work, but there's <laughs> someone in the room that hits, uh, targeting each clip. You remember the old episodes of Martin where, yep. like, Right when the radio show was going off the air and they just had one dude come in and change the tapes. Yep. Every time it's a new clip, Nick is changing the tapes. He's changing the tapes. <laughs> He's changing the tapes. Every clip show you've ever seen, it's not like an editor did that beforehand. It's live in front of a studio audience and it's someone changing tapes that entire time. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And that's what's happening this week. So enjoy. Oh, y'all better scream for us, goddammit. Shit. Hell yeah! I know some of y'all niggas drove far as hell. Y'all need to scream the loudest. <laughs> who 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 drove the farthest though? Who drove? Where's that? That's what? What for real? God damn! Yo, scream just for that guy. Yeah, just for that guy. Shit! God damn! God damn! But here's what's even crazier. He could have watched the World Series. <laughs> And he instead chose to watch a podcast live. I know, Yo, man. Shout out to that guy. Shout out, shout out. Did you drive? You flew here? He drove. Let's say he drove. You flew? You flew? No, no, you should have no, no. lied, man. Make you should have been like, cool. I drove. Make the story cool. <laughs> he drove. What up, motherfuckers? <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe Neil, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Edgar Montplazier. <laughs> Give it up for DJ Dan. Guys, so many questions. Let's start. Do we look like what you thought we would look like? Is that's the first question? I mean, it's not like we don't take pictures on an internet. I mean, Sophie we, doesn't. Let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the mystery of what Sophie looks like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Sophie. I'm joking. <laughs> we finally here. reeled it. It's so crazy. It's a no one knows what Sophie looks like so much that any time a white woman is near our podcast. Someone's like, Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. And it never is. It never is. Never is. No. We'll reveal the curtain. One more time for Iffy Waddy Way, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn. Face and Barlow's got us hyped. Yeah, give, give it, up it up to face. them. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we don't have the safety net of cutting shit. No, we don't. <laughs> there's, no, uh, uh, there's no bleeping here. There's no bleeping here. Uh, All the problematic we don't put in the pop problematic shit we don't put in the podcast. It is crazy the racist things that Jaquise says off the air. Uh, I hate white basically, people. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish that was the end of it. I wish, <laughs> I wish that was the only thing you ever said. Um, yeah, no, we don't have the luxury of that. So be nah, careful, Jaquise. I, I will. I will. How you guys doing tonight? Uh, I feel like we should get right into it, man. Let's we got get, a dope-ass guest. We got a dope-ass guest. Yeah, yeah. I did want to... I, I feel uh, very awkward. You have a surprise. You said I, you had I a surprise address, for me. I want to address why I look like this. Uh, I want to let no one... I'm not this confident in fact. Also, why do, why do we have two microphones well, on I mean, this chair? Why not? I why mean, not? Jasmine don't need two microphones, yo. Let's keep it two. All right, we're going to keep... I hope she one for the whole... She gets to pick which one she wants to All right, use. all right. Bet, uh, bet. I'm not this confident in fashion at all. Uh, I was just at a Halloween party. Uh, uh, and this is my costume. Uh, it's also sad because no one at the party knew who I was. Uh, to the point where someone walked in and just said, it's rude to wear glasses inside. So uh, that's how bad my costume is doing. I'm Jean-Michel Basquiat, actually. Somebody was like, yeah, somebody yeah. knew it. It was somebody a black person, it. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, no one somebody knows knew it. who he is. And, and 
It is like you and Anna are addressing it. it. Was Anna supposed costume. to be? Anna is Andy Warhol, and it is bombing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone just thinks that she's an old lady, and I was like, oh, look at this old lady and this guy with glasses on. What a nice couple costume. <laughs> uh, yeah, Anna and Jess are not here today, ladies Definitely and gentlemen. Not. <laughs> so we gonna talk that shit. We gonna talk boys? that shit. And my white boys, we gonna talk that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm not dressed up like anything. I dressed up would like Jackie. Would you Jack dress East. up for Halloween? Yeah, would I? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are some of your highlights? I was Gerald from Hey Arnold one time. That's a great highlight. That's a great highlight. Hell yeah. That's a great highlight. Hell yeah. I was Urkel. Oh, I was Urkel easy. one year. That's an easy, that's an easy black kid in a white school costume. That's a It was very easy. <laughs> it was very easy, dude. It's a very easy black I was the black <laughs> Ghostbuster. Okay. Uh... I tried to be Don Draper one time. So Didn't I work, wore a suit it? and everyone thought I was Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was Don Draper. I would think they would think you were like Will Smith <laughs> from Men in Black. Black no. <laughs> Everyone's like, damn, MLK, respect, my guy, respect. Did you keep that? Did you keep that? I mean, I had no choice. Yeah. Nobody At the end of the night, you were just Don like, Draper. brother, I was like, I had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped. What person from the 60s I was. Yeah, yeah. Guys, give it up for our guest. That's right. She is a dope-ass queen. That's right. Amazing Hell producer yeah. over at BuzzFeed who is killing the fashion world. Killing it. That's right. Please Start give it clapping up. your hands now for this queen. Give it up for Jasmine Robin. Hell yeah. Oh, oh queen. Which one do you want? You got two mics, yeah. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? Which one do you want? Uh, she put the one closest to me down. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Solid choice. What's up, Jasmine? I am really excited to be here. I can't see anybody, so I'm excited about that. As you well. can't see anybody. I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm committed so hard to this costume, I can't see a goddamn the thing. First thing the first thing I told you when you came here was like, you better keep them damn glasses on. And I, and I stayed strong. You I don't did. know if I'm talking to Jaquise or Ify. I don't know who <laughs> is on the stage with me at all. I love it. I'm... Very complimented by that. I also saw how <laughs> iffy look. You see how big that nigga was? <laughs> yeah, it's True. Yeah, Jasmine, thank you for rolling. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, let me tell you, the, my, my thing was, I'm new to Twitter, right? Oh. Very. So very new. Like this year. new to the internet as young people that's not use true. it overall. That's not true. Uh, I've been using the internet since 1998. There, that sounds like something an old person who uses the internet would say. I've been using it since you had to call I've somebody. I've been using the internet and since AOL. Your credit card. I love it. The dial-up. Hell yeah. I could only use a computer at the library. I did, man. The computer at the you library computer. It was fast. Use it for 30 minutes at a time. <laughs> uh, so now, like, my main thing with. BuzzFeed is all through Twitter. Like the okay. Twitter quizzes and everything like, oh, or the BuzzFeed quizzes. It. I'm in it, mm -hmm. I'm in it. It's hot as shit out here. This jacket was a wrong choice. It was. Uh, <laughs> it definitely layers. was. I got layers, got layers. man. This was shit layers. was a wrong choice. I'm but you don't make off. the quizzes, right? Let's no, make that no. very clear, no, no, no. She doesn't make the I quizzes. I know that. I know that. <laughs> she works at BuzzFeed. She has nothing to do with the quizzes. You don't do everything at BuzzFeed? <laughs> Just about. Not the quizzes. You mean you don't do the web programming nope. and everything? Right? Your tech support, your everything. So what do you do at Buzz? Um, I'm a video producer mm -hmm. slash talent. Um, I make a lot of videos. I'm in a lot of videos. My main point is just to help people feel confident and comfortable as they are mm. and not feel like they need to be anything else. So how are you going about doing that? You know, I think it starts with uh, me being vulnerable mm. and authentic, but also just like reminding people that we're all on our own journeys honestly and mm -hmm. it's not a race like we can all be going towards our better selves without sitting here and being like oh I'm looking at you and you look better than me so I have to do this like no like let's just support each other mm. hell yeah love that love that I like that a lot you yeah. post up some wild pictures on your Instagram let's talk about that all right. uh, you post up some very <laughs> pictures that I'm just like how did this get on Instagram honestly I have a thought life um, uh, I support it uh, um, all right some thoughts in the audience yes, there's some yes. thoughts in the audience great fantastic them all. Um, honestly to me I'll post pictures where yeah I'm probably half naked and that's cool um, it's Something that I like, I honestly lose about 500 followers every time I post those pictures. 
What? Yeah. Yo, that's get kind a, of a brag, Pull out your though. phones right no, now and go no, follow no, Jasmine. No, hold on. Think about that. That's kind of a brag because the average that's, person has 500 oh, followers. I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, for yeah, her yeah. to be like, yeah, I just lose 500 no, followers no, no. every time I post a photo. That's <laughs> no saying flex. how many followers no do you flex. have no that flex. you're continually <laughs> losing 500 followers? They come back. Oh, wow. Okay. that's. But, uh, <laughs> they come back. She doubled down on the brag. You know. But, yeah, it's. They I'm unfollow when they're near their wives, and then when they get in the bathroom, like, let me follow in. this shit <laughs> again real quick. <laughs> the things Same. that you reveal about yourself, Jaquise, <laughs> on this podcast are insane. Hey, man. It's a, a reason you sleep back to back. In the, <laughs> in the van. Where am I? There's, Hold on. Cut there. this. Cut this. <laughs> cut this. Hey, Daniel, cut this. In the edit, cut this. Cut this. Cut this. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Um... Uh, so, you're, have you been, like, what started this? Because I remember when I worked at BuzzFeed, you were mostly doing, like, hairstyle videos yeah. and stuff like that. So, when did you change and were like, you know what, I'm done telling people how to do their hair. I want to be naked. <laughs> well, like, I, when did that happen? I think it started when I didn't have hair. Okay. Um, I couldn't really give more advice about that. Mm -hmm. And I think just from the beginning, I was honestly just like, how do I get my way into doing actually what I want to do? Mm. And then, so I like played the game, you know, of course. gave a little tutorial here and there, of course. and then broke out. It's so crazy to me because like I, I was doing a web series about maybe four years ago, and we had somebody who eventually came, went to BuzzFeed, uh, Sophia, is that how you say her name? Sophia. Sophia? All right, cool, cool, cool. Yes. Good there you go. There Everybody you go. in the audience is not surprised. Uh, this is a very known thing. Jaquise can't say names for shit. Uh, uh, that's why I said Jasmine's name. We've been calling her Jazzy Mean all week. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I don't know what it is, guys. I don't know what it is. But anyway, she and then she went to BuzzFeed and blew the fuck up. Uh, she's she's insanely big now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh when you first went to BuzzFeed, because did you intern? Is that the way to get in, yeah. right? I, I was on a little bit of a different track than you. You're in the, you were in the class before me, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I went into BuzzFeed with zero um, technical skills. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I got the job, to be honest. They asked me what were my technical skills, and I said I was technically really excited to work about fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was it. Um, they taught me. I was an intern for six months. How long were you an intern for? I was an intern for Kevin. How long? We were interns for six months, right? Was yeah. that Kevin Chestnut? Yeah. That's, that's a nigga who keeps saying, like, everything that we don't know. He yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what up, we Kev? Say a show wrong or a song wrong, <laughs> Kevin is on to, like, damn, them Culture Kings niggas don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we, I was there for six months as well. Yeah, I interned for six months, uh, did a fellowship for three months, and then got hit up after that. Was it crazy to like blow up? Oh, uh, I wouldn't say I blew up, but I mean, you losing five hundred followers a day, <laughs> you blew up. It, um, it's, it's not what I intended for my life yeah. at all. But I'm just glad that I can be helping people feel better about themselves. Now, talk a little bit about the grind at Buzzfeed. Because oh, especially shit. as an intern and a fellow, it's very, very hard. And I feel like people don't really know no. how those videos are made. I think they think that there's a whole crew mm -hmm. making those videos. Can you talk about how that actually works? No, it is. You are setting up your own lights. You are setting up. You are coming up with the concept, mm -hmm. casting it, um, setting up the, your own lights, your own cameras, shooting everything, taking it, editing it all yourself, um, literally doing everything yourself. Mm -hmm. while you're interning, also trying to do that job for everybody else as well. Yeah. And during that time, I also worked at Sephora on the weekends until I was hired on full-time. God damn. Do you mm -hmm. understand how hard this queen worked? Do y'all hear this? That this how hard she worked? Yeah, it was, God damn. it was rough. But speaking of live performances, Jaquise, uh -huh. I want to say that you and I both have in common that we enjoy live performances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are some of the best live performances that you have seen? I want to I wanna do four of these. You want to do four? Let's I want to do, do four, four, and I want to do them in this category, if you were so obliged. I want to do one. I will so oblige. I want to do one that was just a dope-ass concert that you fucking loved. I want to mm. tell you one that might be embarrassing that you loved it so much. Mm. And I want to tell one that you were a little surprised how fucking 
good the concert was going to be. So this is concerts only. Or just live performances. Live performances. Live performances overall. in general. Okay. Live, live performances in general. Okay. Yeah. My dope one. And I've been to a lot of dope ones. I saw Kendrick live last year. Of course. That was dope. Uh, I've seen the best concert I've ever been to, to this day, still, is Kanye, uh, Glow in the Dark tour. Of course. Still the best concert I've ever been to. Watch the Throne tour was fucking dope. My dopest one was I saw Jay-Z at the Riviera in Chicago, which was, oh, no, at the Aragon at Chicago. Is this when you pissed in the cup? This was not when I pissed in the cup. No, 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 no. That was at the Watch the Throne concert. Uh, But this place was like a 200-seat concert hall. Mm. And do you remember when Jay-Z did that nine-city and one-night tour? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I was at the Chicago one oh, of wow. that. And he he performed just him on stage. I'm telling, like, he was as close as we are to each other. Uh, dude, the energy in that fucking room was so goddamn dope. It was right after he had just come out of, quote-unquote, retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knew he stayed in Chicago a little bit longer because it was one of the last cities he was going to before he flew out west to do his last shows out west. Uh man, that shit was so dope to just know. Like Jay Z just flew in on a plane, stepped on stage, performed for two hundred fucking people for an hour, and then left the stage and flew to L.A. to do it again. That's uh, so dope. That shit was so fucking dope, dude. So that by f- and I got to go to that shit because I won tickets to it. So it was oh. random. Oh. It was random because you couldn't buy tickets. You only could win tickets to it. So not only did I not pay for it, and I didn't know like two days before that I was going to it. Man, that shit was so dope. Uh, My dopest one has to be, and I probably talked about this on the pod before, but it's still the dopest thing I've ever seen live. Uh, so FYF was last year. That was the last FYF, which is crazy. It wasn't supposed to be, but, you know, some shit happened. Uh, and uh, I, wasn't, I was trying to go. I had some money. I had to use it for a uh, family emergency, so I couldn't afford it anymore. Mm-hmm. Then my friend Gene Ho called me. Out of nowhere. Do you know who was on the pod? He was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. hey, man, what are you doing this Saturday? And I said, nothing, man. And he's like, you're going to FYF. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, I got you a ticket. And then, Damn. dope. Talk so about I go, the come up. Come through. I go, and I watch Frank Ocean perform. Nice. And I want to be very, very clear. I hated the album Blonde. Hated mm-hmm. it. Then I got dumped. And I listened to it a lot. I think we talked about this with Joshua. And like... His performance was one of the most transcendent things I've ever seen in my life. And I'll tell you why. I was nowhere close to the stage because the people I was with were alcoholics and they wanted to be in the, uh, whatever you call that area. It's the area where you're only, at festivals, you can't just drink everywhere. Mm -hmm. You're only allowed to drink in certain areas. Yeah. That shit is whack. Well, you can't have them passing alcohol to minors. That's true. That's very true. So we were there uh, and he had a screen. Mm -hmm. Now, most festivals, the screens is just, cameraman trying to catch like you know uh uh the performer like it's like really bad angles right, right. the lighting is awful but frank ocean had spike jones direct oh, the shit on his his screen. live performance and it was directed bro dope. it was directed like so it, the, every shot was intentional every shot was on purpose and my nigga i fucking cried bro that shit was oh, so bet. beautiful here was one of the shots he was singing uh, uh, one of his songs. What song was it? It was uh, his, his cover of a Stevie Wonder cover, uh, uh, Close to You. Um, and he's doing that song, and the camera is on him, and it pans down, and it pans down, and it pans down. He's like, where's this camera going? And then it's Brad Pitt sitting on the <laughs> side of the stage on the phone just talking to somebody, and you can't hear what he's saying. And you know what everybody's thinking. Everyone's like, man, this nigga's calling Angelina right now in his feelings. <laughs> Bro, that shit. That shit. That shit everybody so was funny. like fucking crying and shit. That, that shit was beautiful, man. And what was crazy was that I was with like my niggas. Like, and we were all like acting all hard, like talking to people and all this shit. And that shit sort of happened and we all just started crying. <laughs> <laughs> we just all started weeping and shit. That shit oh, was dope. Oh, man. Uh, that was probably the dopest one. And I remember he did a song one time and then he stopped and he was like, I didn't do that song to my best of my ability. And <laughs> did it again. So I'm going to do it again. And nice. I was like, oh. So that was probably the dopest I've ever seen. Uh, Frank Ocean at FYF. I like that. 
That's fun. He man. should release that that tape. Because, that would be dope, man. Uh, I mean, it, beautiful, it sounds dog. like what Beyonce did with Coachella, but this nigga did it with no fanfare. No fanfare. Before, it was just him. Yeah. Maybe like some lighting changes, some close ups and stuff like that. But yeah, it wasn't like the big. Like, yeah, what Beyonce right. did was, like, Beyonce very much so was just, like, most people won't be able to see me. Right. So I'm going to have this big thing that you can see from far away. Right. And that's what Frank Anderson did, but it was on a screen. And it was, like, yeah, Spike Jones directed it. It was That sounds fun. Right? It was so that beautiful. That sounds dope. All right. I got, I, got, I got an embarrassing one. All right. What's your embarrassing like, one? Like, first of all, people going to think when I say, you know, people are like, oh, is it a Jason Mraz concert? No, because I'm not embarrassed by that. No, you're not. You not should be, but you're not. Not at all. Not even a little bit. And Ain't Jason no niggas Mraz? from Southside Chicago came for you this time to support you. Nah. <laughs> Actually, a nigga came and said, <laughs> no more surprising cuts of the week. That nigga, was cut, like, that nigga cut you off. <laughs> Jack Johnson was dope, man. Jeshua was singing it. Yeah, if Jeshua sings it, I feel like I'm pretty sure Jeshua sings it. It's going to sound good because it's Jeshua. Well, he, he was singing it like Jack Johnson was. My man knew the song. If Jeshua was cool enough to know it, know it. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm so mad that nigga I'm said. cool with it. That nigga canceled he, all which, surprising cuts of the week. Which is now officially canceled. It is officially canceled. <laughs> it's officially but canceled. it had nothing to do with that nigga. No, but. it didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's, no it's because we got caught up in copyright law, y'all. Uh, but I, at first I was going to say. So I'm going to take it. that surprised you. Huh? This is one that's no, surpri- and oh, that no, that should be embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, and 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 I want to start by saying like I'm not embarrassed that I went. I would tell everybody I went, but this past ju- June when we were in New York, uh, together this past June, I went to a Broadway musical to go see. And listen, I'm an actor. I grew up on stage. My favorite musical of all time is Little Shop of Horrors. I love me a good musical. I saw Wicked five times, y'all. Uh, more, what's the fucking called? Book of Mormon. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? I saw Hamilton. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I went to go see the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that shit, nigga. Did you go Let when me... you went to DCM? Huh? Did you go? When no, you I went. went by, to DCM? I went. By, I went by, by myself. I went by myself. Now, first, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Well, you flew to New York just to see this shit? No, no, no. It was when we... Oh, yes. We were, we were at, at DCM, DCM but yeah. I went by myself. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go with anybody. Let me tell you something. The first four seasons of SpongeBob from 99 to 2002, fantastic. 2003, some of the best fucking TV you will watch. SpongeBob movie is also fantastic. SpongeBob movie is good. That's when they had actual writers in the room, and they weren't catering to just a kid audience. Well, it was it storyboard was, artists were like... Bangers. They were yeah. bangers. Because it's a storyboard driven show. From like Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Or like all the shows that we shouldn't have been watching as kids. Yeah. All those people wrote on the first few seasons of SpongeBob. So it was a dope ass show. Then the movie came out and then they made it a Y7 TV show. And yeah. now it's awful. Yeah. I do not watch the TV show now. Yeah. But I had to go see the musical, right? And you you do you remember the movie? Uh-huh. All right. So you remember at the end of the song. And this song, like, is special to me because, like, some shit, crazy shit happened when it came out, and this song made me happy. Uh, but the song, Best Day Ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the movie, the musical. And first of all, the musical is great. It's a really fucking good musical. I had a chance to go see it in New York, and I didn't go see it's it. It's really fucking good. When I was good. there. I was there for a month, and I yeah. remember I almost, me you and my friend went. almost bought tickets, and we're you just like, went, dude. we'd be so dumb to go watch no, this shit. You should have went. It's a very fun musical. If you like musicals, if you don't like musicals, then you might not I like it. I love musicals. But if you like musicals, it's very fucking, it's written by, like, T.I. has a song in it. Like, there's so many, like, it has, it's written by multiple mainstream artists, too. Like, the music in it. So it's not like a typical yeah. musical. But at the end of that musical, there was slow, slow music. It was after the big heartwarming moment. And SpongeBob started singing Best Day Ever. And tears started coming down <laughs> my damn eyes. I was like, this shit is beautiful, man. Well, I started feeling your, so you happy. Your, you was in your 30s when you did this shit. I was, I, it was four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was four fucking months ago. And I cried, man. I cried. I started wiping my eyes like, man. This nigga singing back. I heard people like adults. I love this song. Like all the adults in the fucking audience were on it. The kids didn't know what the fuck. No, because they're it was too all young. these. Yeah, they're yeah. all too young. All the adults was just like, "Yes, I'm here for this." And he sang it in like just such a beautiful way, and I cried. And I will admit, I should be embarrassed by that, mm. and well, I am. But I would do it again. 
Well, this band I should definitely be embarrassed by, especially how much we talk about, you know, white people doing hip hop and how much we don't like them. But both time I've seen these niggas, they rocked it mm. and they absolutely killed it. And I don't want to say all white people doing hip hop. I'm just talking about like whack ass appropriating, which this group definitely is. Uh, and I traveled nine hours to see these niggas the first time I saw them, and that's three o three. I've been I've bought tickets to Warp I've bought tickets to Warp Tour twice to go see these niggas perform. And again, it should be very, very embarrassing. (laughs) But these niggas again, their songs are very, very poppy and it's just them quote unquote rapping over it. Mm -hmm. But when they perform live, my dude, they like because when I saw them, I was like, how are they gonna do it live? Because they're both the producers and they're just rapping on them. They get all their friends from all the other like, you know, uh bands at Warp Tour to play the instruments. So it's just the two of them. Like, they don't have to touch any instrument. And they get fucking hyped. And they go wild. Now, their music, in five years, maybe even today, we're going to look back at some of those lyrics and be like, my God, this is where alcohol culture of, like, you know, getting drunk and doing very, very bad things comes from. But them niggas can put on a fucking show. And they would go really, really ham. I remember one time, they, like, brought on an audience member on stage. And... (laughs) They were like, hey, man, what's your name? He's like, oh, my name's Leonard or whatever. And he's like, uh, you want to rap one of our songs? He's like, yeah, but before I do, I'm running for president in 26. <laughs> and they said, get this dude off the stage. And they had everybody boo him and all this. And I was so, everyone was so hyped. It was so beautiful. It was so amazing. I've, I truly, I've never seen two white people bring it to the stage like that ever, <laughs> ever again. Uh, 303 Live. I'm, they don't have any music. They'll never tour ever again. But seeing them after they dropped their first album and their second album, I was like, this is beautiful. I love that. I love it. And I'm embarrassed by it, but I loved it. But hey, dude, that, and that's why you got two real niggas here. Yeah. Even, even shit we embarrassed by. We'll tell you. We'll still fucking say, of course. but I love that shit. I saw 303. I paid, <laughs> I paid money to watch 303 perform yeah. twice. I, got, I paid to go cry at a yellow sponge. <laughs> and I do it again. All Here's right. my surprising one. Surprising. It's another concert. It's another music concert. Uh, I, I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed a Justin Timberlake concert. I mean, I've been told y'all this nigga's talented. I mean, I, I've always known he was talented. I've always, well, not always. I used to hate him. You was talking shit at the Super Bowl party. Uh, No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yes, you were. What type of shit? You was talking shit. Damn. I, was I was there, dog. I was singing. I was singing that nah, shit. Me and Lacey were singing and dancing. No, nah, I was singing Me too. and Lacey were singing, I was singing and dancing. I was singing. I was singing. I don't want to lose you now. I was on that shit. I was singing Maris. Yeah. I, that damn Troll song was, you know. That Troll song was awful. Yeah. Why did he close on that song? Because it was his most popular one at the time. I get it. I can tell I you why it. if you want to know. Yeah, why? Because that song has 600 million more plays than any of his other songs on Spotify. That it does. is crazy. It's by far his most popular song. <laughs> it's crazy. It's sad. It's so sad oh, because no, he has no, such good fucking songs, dude. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I went, I, I took I took Jess, and uh, and Jess, you know, growing up was all about NSYNC, you know? And so I was like, I, it was like her birthday present or something. So mm-hmm. we went, and this was this was the 2020 Experience Tour. Uh, and we got in there, and like after about four or five songs, she looked at me and was like, "You know more songs than I do." Uh, <laughs> and I was fucking, I was in it, dude. Because Twenty Twenty Experience was a dope album, and I was just surprised. Like this nigga put on a show, man. He put on a good ass show. I was, I was with it. I was with it. That's so very fucking funny. Yeah, JT, JT Twenty Twenty Experience. For me, it is a play. Uh, I took a class in college called Bay Area Theater Season. It was a mm-hmm. class where you paid a very, very expensive lab fee. Mm-hmm. And that lab fee like got you eight tickets to these shows in the Bay Area. And you'd go, you'd watch them, and you'd write a play. The teacher was a very, very uh, uh, famed theater director like in those theater circles, May Anteo, who um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she like, I know was that name. very artsy-fartsy, uh, very weird. And like, uh, uh, so one of the plays that she had us go to was a five hour long play. Mm. So when we saw that shit on the syllabus, when we saw that was the next play and she sent an email out to everyone to remind everyone like, hey, schedule out five hours of your fucking day today. My nigga, we were incensed. I bet. I, I grew up on stage and I wouldn't even want to willingly go see a five hour play. We were incensed, my nigga. Mm -mm. So we go there. 
incensed, of course. And we watched this play. And within the first 15 minutes, my nigga, I did not want that shit to end. Yeah, dude. I bet. It was the most, like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Bro, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's called The Lily's Revenge. I don't know if they're still doing it. It is five hours long. Every single act of it is a different form of media. Like, they, mm. and they'll, they break down the whole stage and change it. Uh, every intermission, they take you outside and there's something different. There's like a human petting zoo and stuff like that. And actually, the play is very relevant now because it's all about uh, trans identity mm-hmm. and like being, com- it's about a Lily who wants to be a boy. And that shit fucked me up, my nigga. I Damn. remember crying. And like being like, I've never seen something so beautiful. Everybody in the class basically apologized to our professor <laughs> because we were so, bro, we were mad. Like we were yeah, so dude. mad. We were talking shit. We didn't want to go watch this stupid ass play. And then we all came out of there feeling changed. Yeah, dude, that but, sounds great. I mean, the Lily's listen, you never gone. I'm I'm a theater kid, bro. Go watch it. Yeah, uh, and I'm trying to. I'm looking to see if it's still going on. I, don't I can't think it's really still see going. if it's still going on or not. Uh. But that, shit that makes me, me happy. That shit I wish more up, people. I wish more people in our community liked theater. It's so weird because so many people in our community come from a theater background, but they don't really fuck with theater. And like, I mean, the AD says it all the time. Like, we have major discounts on some good theater shows, mm-hmm. but no one ever takes advantage of it. Yeah, by just being a member of that theater, we can go and watch other. Oh shows. yeah, yeah. I've gone. I've seen a few shows off like of that, that discount. Yeah, yeah. I've never gone. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen about four or five. Because they're so cheap. They're with cheap that discount. and they're good. Um, that the Center Theater Group puts on great fucking shows. Just in general, go see live theater, y'all. That's your culture. That's your culture advice of the day. This is called um, Tend to Beat Myself Up, and then I'm just going to go right into the alley May. It goes, I tend to beat myself up a lot. I miss a layup. I'll think of at least 20 different ways I could have changed that. I'll get into an argument and think of 30 different ways I could have avoided it. But even a little mess up, I still think about 40 different ways and still think 39 was wrong. But this time, this is the worst I beat myself up. I blame myself for every argument we ever had. I blame myself for not trying hard enough. I blame myself for everything I should have done that I didn't. I even blame myself for you leaving. But it's like, why? Why do I beat myself up about a complicated situation with all this separation? Where's the love vibration? Naked, naked, I wonder if you could take it. Are we more than a less celebration? Or rather, do you two feel this vibration between us? There's no separation. We still trying to figure out the relations. I guess we're learning some patience. Just in time, your mind, my mind, we connecting on all different kind of spaces. Your place, my place, baby, we could share. I'll give you everything, just handle it with some care. You're telling me there's no need to fear, but how come now is when someone appears? What happened to the nights where I had to fight? Baby, you provided this bright ass light. The light towered to my storms, these waves been hitting so strong, you said Simba at his prime, right? I'm not trying to fight, I literally had to fight all my life, just provide some love and affection every night. We won't be perfect, but the headaches will be worth it, I'm using all my might, you're not alone in this fight. I got cuts from my past, mostly because I fucked up. I had to tough it up. I didn't have the best of luck. But I believe in fate and you've been the light way to my runway. No cheating, but please expect some fuck-ups. Naked, naked, I wonder if you could take it. Ali Mae, are you ready for this vibration? Naked, naked, I wonder if you could take it. Ali Mae, can you love me naked? And then this goes like to the cupcake stage, you know, the second part of the relationship. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got like all three breaking it down. <laughs> breaking it down for everybody. Right. So this one, this one's a little different. You go like this. Feelings, feelings, you got me in my feelings. I'm trying to figure out why you smile, listening. You think no one's listening, so you've been paired up. Perfect matchup. Met you through your work, I just had to catch up. 
See, things like this just don't happen. I'm from New York City, Queens Bridge to be exact, and how I made it to LA was through this amazing female. She had to have sunk her heart out on August 13th when she was in Brooklyn because this vibration she sent out. Listen, I received your message. It took me about 11 days to finally find the right connection. God knows how long I've been trying to feel your affection. But hey, your video naked, I loved it. But if you break down a video, rather a visual, before that, there's a beat. But before that, there's lyrics, but way before that, there's a writer. And well, Ali Mae, I wondered if that was the naked you was talking about. Because to handle seeing someone naked, not physically, but through their passion, while they create, while they celebrate, their raw energy and not knowing how your body will receive it, now, that type of naked, that type of naked is scary. And well, Ali Mae, I wondered if you can love me naked. You got me booed up, booed up. Can we lay up, lay up? I'm just trying to get to know you, baby. Wake up, wake up. You got me booed up, booed up. Can we lay up, lay up? I'm just trying to get to know you, baby. Wake up, wake up. And then, you know, you got the you got the argument stage <laughs> where, where you got to deal with other people, most likely probably her best friend. But <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and then it goes from this to this real quick. Whoa, whoa. Why you tripping? What? Why you tripping? Which friend told you that? And you actually listened. She tried to get with me. Now she reversed and switched it. But since she's your best friend, you just gonna listen while you flipping and tripping, getting no distant. Follow your intuition. Our vibe is more than a superstition. Let your ears listen, but please make your own decisions. From the outside looking in, they jealous, we different. We got it all, they calling us magicians. Partner in crime, living our fairy tale. It's me and you don't trip. To show you that I'm worth it It's more than a fame, the money I want you as a person LMA, you my human Don't flip, don't trip I'm on my way, coming quick But I think that I'm done tripping I'm trip, tripping I've been sipping That's how I control This feeling you keep dipping You keep on hitting it Ooh, oh. Maybe it's your love It's too good to be true Baby boy, your love Got me tripping on you You know your love is big enough Your music is my light. You are my muse. I hope to see you soon. I am. I am. I. From this point forward, you have a friend. Hello, I am Dominique, aka King Florence. I am a trans man of color. I am 21 years old. I am a Sagittarius. I am a Capricorn. I am a cusp. I am a Cherokee Indian, raised in Queensbridge, New York. I am no different from you. I am an EMT, I heal with words, I am God's son, here to relieve the Great Depression, to heal the battle war scars, you are not alone, here's my Instagram, I period am Dominic, listen to my podcast, when you see something, say something, you are not alone, the self-harming days are over, it is time to heal, you are not alone, you are not alone, you are not alone. Hello, I am King Florence, and you are... God damn, son. God damn. That shit was dope. Yeah.
Hell yeah. Well, where do we even fucking start? I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, that, fuck. I I can, I'm, I'm thinking about people listening to our shit. If y'all didn't just vibe out to that. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Y'all need to, yeah, get the fuck out. I mean, yeah, man. Where do we even start? I, first of all, first of all, the, I loved the flow mm-hmm. of each one of those. And, and the way that you confidently changed your flow. Mm-hmm. And like even in between a song mm-hmm. where you would be hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And then you were like, all right, now it's time to hit you with the words and not right, just the yeah. flow. And then I like, all right, now I'm flowing with it. You feeling, you be feeling me, but wait a minute, I got something to say. And here it, I mean, I, that shit was dope. That yeah. shit was so fucking cool. That was fucking tight. This is the first yeah. time we've ever done anything like this on the show. Yeah, and yeah, it I, is. I'm very happy to to open it with this. I mean, uh, thank you, uh, thank you. It's an honor. <laughs> well, let's just talk about. So, have you ever been in a relationship with LMA? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I mean, the reason, the reason why, and I get that a lot. Like, yo, why did, would you write a whole segment on her? You know, because it um, seems like a an eternity, uh, an eternity of like events. Um, yeah. Um, it's because the first video that I ever seen of hers was naked, mm-hmm. and at that point of time, I was really going through something. But you know, mm. like you know how you watch something, and it's just like, yo, why did this touch me yeah. in this way? Of course. So then I just felt like I now have to date her. So now, <laughs> so now the only way to get her attention is yeah. through my craft. And yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the same craft, but it's also something I wanted to put out where people actually listen to the words because I feel like a lot of, especially younger people, me being twenty one. We don't know how how they made it work. How how do you have forty years of being in a relationship? Mm. You know how do how do you put up with a new? How do you start over? You know, like yeah. it's just so many how to how do you do it? And I basically want to put out like something like an instruction guide. Like, all right, this is take your time, but this is it. Like that seems very much so like young love, especially like how you talked about it. Where it's like, yo, you know, at the beginning you talking, and then you get like to the cupcake, yeah. and then out of nowhere you're just like, wait, why do I hate this person? <laughs> so like that, I felt like that really resonated with this idea of like young, like very passionate, yeah. quick summer love that quickly devolves into like, you know, angry yelling and stuff like, like that. Like 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, she definitely heard, like I said, her music, her words is what inspired me. And mm-hmm. within that alone, that's why I kind of get want to get her to watch it because in that alone, it has so many different of her, um, like it's really a masterpiece. Yeah. And I, I call it my masterpiece because in that alone, everybody only sees naked, booth up and trip. But I, like in it, it's like just in time. Like it's so many other of her songs yeah. like, in it. So if she re- like if she like listen to it, she will understand it to the complete full capacity. Because of all the little uh, yeah, like you know of, yeah. uh, Easter eggs you put yeah. in there of like her music and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. You won. Oh. All right, it was rigged. <laughs> <laughs> I need an intro too. Oh, oh, hey, guys. You know him. You love him. Jaquise W. Neal. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. Why are you sighing? I'm so, I'm, I'm sighing because I... Get that heckler out of here. Get that heckler out of here. No. Can't no, even get one sentence no. into my victory speech. Without... Said, why are you sighing? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry Dad. because I'm sorry, this is Dad. this is such a beautiful, beautiful day, ladies and gentlemen. You chose me. You chose me to lead. You chose me to lead by example. Mm. And there was a moment in this whole whole thing when I thought I couldn't do it. I thought I couldn't lead by example. I was faltering. But I took the strength that you guys gave me. I took the strength that you guys fed to me and I felt it in my stomach. I felt it in my stomach and as I was about to falter, I ended up making it to the bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I ended up making it to the bathroom. I did not poop my pants. I did not. Mm -mm. You see, our ancestors didn't fight for me not to make it to the bathroom on time. Our ancestors and you did not hit the streets. You did not give up everything that you had in these past 24 hours to make sure that I could hit the toilet. I repaid you 
by making sure that I did not let anything drop in my pants. Mm. I repaid you by making sure that I did not stink up this joint. Tell him. I repaid you by making it to the toilet on time, washing my hands, and being on time to this very victory speech, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! That's what I did. You made it to the toilet. I made it to the toilet, ladies and gentlemen. And next time anybody tells you that you can't, I want you to look at them and say, yes, I can. When you feel that pit in your stomach and it's bubbling and you say, whew, I'm pushing cotton. I don't know if I can do this. I want you to say, yes, I can. Right before you sit down on the toilet, if you feel like it's coming out and you don't want it to yet, you want to actually make it. Because let me tell you something, there's nothing worse than being close to the toilet and missing it and hitting the toilet seat. I want you to say, yes, you can. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yes, I did. Yes, you did. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless. Yes, Chicago, I, did. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Thank you. God bless you. God nice bless job. you. Thank nice you. Job. Thank you. Wow. Thank Inspiring. you. Sophie. I don't feel like I'm, I should be allowed to flip my own coin. Okay. There you go. Did I, I got to do a better flip. I got to do a better I flip. I won. And if it, if okay. Concession. Is it, it is. Concession? I lost. Uh, <laughs> all right. I just threw it at the table. That wasn't very much show a flip as much as I just threw it at the table. All right. Give it to me. My oh. intro. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? What just happened? Where are we? Like a nightclub? <laughs> yeah. Yo. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Sophie Bleep. Oh, yeah. We don't tell them my last name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's a very well-known fact with our fan base. <laughs> Listen, we didn't think it would happen. We kept trying. You know, we we met. I meditated on it. You know, I I, I got huge support from the fans. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you to the girl on Twitter who suggested grape. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. We thought we thought we could do it. I even put it in a sprite can and tried to trick him. But Jaquise Egger, do not support my love of Zevia. Mm -mm. <laughs> and and. And I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I stand by by my take that Zevia is fucking great. <laughs> but <What's Zivia>? you... <laughs> she's she's me. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I'm uh, Jim Acosta from CNN. Uh, what do you say about the allegations that Zevia is specifically marketed towards white women? <laughs> say that uh 60% of us would agree. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for not yelling at me. <laughs> but you know, we're going to come back stronger next time. We're going to take a field trip to Whole Foods as a team. Mm. And maybe we'll just we'll try the orange flavor next time around. We could do it one day. Probably not.
is so overwhelming. Yeah.
no, I refuse, nigga. I refuse. <laughs> I that refuse. Shit. I was nigga. nervous. Y'all got my hands shaking and shit. What the? I was like, fuck? that shit was beautiful. Am I gonna pull this off? What? The that shit was fuck beautiful, that? man. Yo, we cannot stress enough that that shit was literally just made they, right here in front of us. They made that shit. I mean, you even heard it like in the middle of the song. You can hear them like talking and talking stuff. about it. Yeah, like that shit was beautiful. I was like, uh, me, Janine. How you feel, Janine? How you feel, Janine? You feeling good? <laughs> I was like, what? yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, that I'm, shit was that shit was out, dope, bro. I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. out. Shit, that. I'm sweating. I should have worn a tank top. That shit was great, man. I, was, I that was special. I don't you. think people understand how dope people are. Yeah, <laughs> like, there are honestly, people who are walking around this town. Too. Yeah, like that. That's that's fucking amazing. Like that's that's Ooh. some shit that you would think you would hear after being in the booth. Or somebody in a studio for hours to yeah. make some shit like that. That was made on the spot in five minutes. If and that. that was stressful. That shit was <laughs> That's great. what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yo, that shit was great, man. Thank you. Uh that shit was fucking great. I honestly I feel super untalented no, right now. Nah. <laughs> because man, if that's the talent that people are bringing. Yo, we bring dope people to this fucking podcast. 100%. Uh, only dope people. Only dope, only dope people. people. Only dope people. What? I, all right. So, you know, like you you hear like the freestyling and obviously we're improv comedians, so we think we make shit up off the top of our heads and shit like that. So, But like, what are you listening to to know like, all right, this is when this needs, because uh, apparently that was in seven. So that's something yes. that. It's hard, I'm guessing. <laughs> it was really hard. Uh, yeah. Me and were looking at each other like, I'm stressed out. I was like, I don't yeah. know how I can do this. But I mean, like, as hard as I'm sure it was, you know, the calm that you guys had, at least listening to it, mm-hmm. was so fucking natural and calming. Thank you. Uh, and almost, and, you know, that's the mark of great art is it seems effortless when I know it's not. Uh, <laughs> mm hmm. What's, what what are you listening for? What is what are you listening for when you're making something like that? Because what Tiny. I'm looking at, you have one, two, three, four, five. So that was five beats. Yeah, they're okay. five loops, but five each loops. of them is able to loop up to like what, like five, six loops on each. Okay. Yeah. So do the math. I don't. I'm not, I'm not talented there. Enough. But somewhere thirty plus. <laughs> thirty plus. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. 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 And um, so it's mostly like timing. Okay. That you're waiting for, and like making sure that you're touching the looper mm-hmm. at the right time and then i have like a habit of i will finish and then it still records though when you finish the loop mm-hmm. so that's why i got my homie right here yeah got my yeah, back yeah. she was touching those loopers too and be like yeah like i, I mean when up. i when i tell you guys they were making that shit up on the spot not just the sounds you were hearing uh when certain parts of the song dropped out yeah. that's them dropping it out yes. because they can feel like oh yeah this needs this to drop out so you can accentuate this part of the song and more, it was or, on rhythm every time yeah. which again in sevens is very very difficult to do would you make a song to that yeah absolutely okay i could yeah. totally because because i could just listen to that song to that song yeah. you know yeah. i grew up on jazz so yeah. Uh, like a lot of people have. So, you know, and I feel like that's something that you don't hear that much of as much no. anymore is, oh, I'm releasing a single that ain't got no vocal. Well, not, it has vocals, but no right. chorus, no something. It's just, yeah. yeah, this is music on its own. Yeah. Uh, and it's very jazzy. Like it has that dissonant, uh, those dissonant octaves, yeah. which I, I feel like people don't really use anymore. I think we get really comfortable, especially in pop music, with yeah. like a third and a fifth. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I'm good. It's harmonies. Um, but using those like sevens and nines, that really makes like shit sound special. Yeah. I mean, listen, you need to go ahead and make that album. I know you're doing it, but if when you do do it and when it's finished, you got to have some tracks on there that is no, just there this. definitely will be um, because that shit is special and, and, and I would love to hear what I can only imagine. Cause this is all you. So not, you know, when you normally as from what I could gather, when people listen to music, they get a beat, they listen to it, they feel it and stuff like that. You know it already. You know what I mean? You made it. You, right. you probably need to still listen to it, but how difficult would it be for you to lay your own verse, your own track, your own music or song to something that you just created 
that's that's usually how I work. Okay. Is I'll like create like the loop or mm-hmm. create. I mean, it comes differently every time. Sometimes you write the song, right, and then you make the music behind it. Mm. But I think probably a majority of the time for me, I create the music first, and the idea of the music, and then I build the song on top of it. Mm. I got a few questions. Mm-hmm. My first question is: You said you sang in church. What kind of songs were you singing in church? I was singing like "I've been buked mm. and I've been scorned," mm. like you know, mm-hmm. "Wait in the water," mm-hmm. like all those oh, kind of songs. Negro, Negro spirituals, right? Mm-hmm. And like "Amazing Grace," mm-hmm. you know, like churchy songs. You ever dip into some Kirk? I mean, Make come me on. wanna. Stop. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I was always the type. Oh, I would listen I... to the Lauryn Hill album. Okay. And in the beginning, the little boy would be like, oh, there's a song called Love. It goes, love, it's a word that comes. Mm-hmm. I was always the type to be like, love, it's a word that comes and goes. Mm. And I'd like want to sing the real version of yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I know you know this. I, I know you know this. This is one of them Kirk deep cuts. I'd rather have Jesus. Then silver and gold. Oh man, yes. people! I think I listened to that this morning. Oh, oh man, okay, so you, you silver to... and gold, no fame mm-hmm. or fault. Man, I mm-hmm. love that fucking okay. track. Okay, love too. that track. Uh, uh, who are some of your influences? And then tell us the same way that you told us the gospel songs that you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, strangely enough, my influences are gospel music. It, okay. It's like gospel music. Well, yeah, Mahalia hit, Jackson. Hit us, hit us. Yeah. Um, Precious Lord, mm-hmm. take my hand, lead me on, help me stay. Mahalia Jackson. I only wish that you outlived me so that you can sing at my funeral. Uh, <laughs> I want someone have. to sing that at my funeral. You're 27, right? I'm 27. I'm, all, you I'm, got I'm about, almost You got there. about eight more months, right? <laughs> eight more months. I'm yeah, almost yeah, there, baby. Right? I'm almost there. <laughs> um, yeah, Crystal Lewis okay. is another big influence. Mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, there's so many gospel. CC, BB. Of course. Uh, Yo, you one get time. the whole family. You got to get what, the whole family. I mean, Marlon, mm-hmm. Debbie, and mm-hmm. there was another sister. Is it Vicky? Debbie. Vicky and, and, yeah. There's Vicky, right? There's the, a Vicky. the oldest. She's like way older. Yeah. Yeah. Long as I got King Jesus. Yeah. Long, long as I got King Jesus. I don't need nobody else. Wow. Yes. Oh, um. <laughs> Oh man, I'm blanking on their name right now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But he brought me through hard trials. He brought me through tribulations. Mm-hmm. Never let a day go by and not realize what. How y'all not know? I don't know. That sounds like I don't know who it is. I've heard the song and before. Favored. You know the, the thing about here's the thing about gospel music as opposed to a lot of other music. Uh, especially growing up, you would hear a lot of these songs in church. Yeah. So they would just be church songs. Right. Yeah. Uh, you don't know the artist, and you don't know the art, them. and then especially the Clark Sisters. That's who. Okay. The there you go. So yeah, you just hear them as church songs. You mm-hmm. don't. And and it's not until I got older, except like Kirk Franklin. Everybody right. knew fucking Everyone Kirk Franklin because those are newer songs. Right. 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 right, right more right. contemporary mm-hmm. gospel. Yeah. Yolanda and, Adams. Oh, like, yeah. oh, Yolanda Adams. So what was that? A uh, uh, alabaster box? It, no, that was a uh, CC. That's CC. My fault. Then I. Adams is, uh, I mean, this is kind of sad, but got, got the victory. I uh-huh. got the sweet, sweet victory. She's so good. And like any song she wants to sing, she could sing. That's so. a, that she's probably the last, well, not her, but that song is one of the last songs that made me like cry because it was played at a few. Uh, I'm going up the yonder, that oh, song, yes. and mm-hmm. they played it at somebody who just recently passed away funeral. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't cry that much at funerals, but that song came on for some reason, mm-hmm. and my fucking. You? Eyes just flooded. Yeah. I was just like, she is going up to the yonder. There's something, <laughs> like, there's so something to be said man. about like the history, mm-hmm. in even if it's a newer gospel song. There's so much like depth and history for us mm-hmm. in these gospel songs. One hundred percent. You know, there's so much, and I feel like I'm big on like ancestral ties. Yeah. You know, like you feel that shit, mm-hmm. and yeah. your ancestors feel that shit. They do. So it just like it hits you on a different level. If I really want to like be f- in my feelings, mm-hmm. I would listen. I have a gospel playlist on my Spotify. I have a gospel like, playlist on my Spotify yeah, as well. One hundred percent. You know, uh, uh, I listen to it recreationally. Yes, same. Um, my third question was: Was that another language that you were singing in in that track? Yes. What language is that? Uh, there was English, French, and 
I want to say Yoruba. Yeah, Yoruba. Okay. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah Yoruba. <laughs> yeah, it's Yoruba. It's so actually, uh, it's already I sampled in that as well. So when I said like, that's a like a Yoruban like chant, mm. or I believe it's like the water Orisha. Yamaya. Mm. Okay, that's hella dope. 